0: (laughs) The
1: bishop said to the actress
0: Hello everyone Hi Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado Lisa Welcome Claire
1: Welcome Claire Isaac Thank
0: you for having me Thank you On this big day Mm. Um, a momentous occasion We're still recording in a different spot So I apologise if the noise is a bit Mm. Just a little disclaimer Disclaimer Mm. This week Yeah We're talking about some things What are they? Middle-aged men on the bus Oh yeah we're talking about a follow up about swearing. We're talking about your new filing system. Oh, it's
1: exciting, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Gosh. We're talking about terrifying insects. Yep. And elasticated waists. Oh, and they're not linked. No. <laughs> sounds but amazing. Though, does doesn't sound it does sound amazing. Let's go. Let's
1: go on. Um, You've been having bus rage, have you?
0: Well, you know what annoys me? Yeah. <laughs> Do <I'm>, tell. <laughs> there's a list of, as long as <laughs> my arm. Um, when there's I get on the bus at, um, at Sydney's CBD to go to my house and there's always, if I get on the same one, there's this man that just mm. pushes his way to the front, right. no regard for anyone else, right. gets on the bus. And then when he's getting off, pushes his way mm. off first, yeah, dings his little Opal card first. And I just was thinking, you know what I really hate? is this, this idea that um, he's a white man. Entitled. White, entitled. Mm. And I don't expect to be... I'm not a princess. I don't yeah. expect to be, you know... Let a,
1: on mm, first No, or... yeah,
0: or let off first. Yeah. But I do expect a little bit of politeness and respect. Yes. And it yes. seems to be this middle... This sort of middle-aged man thing where because they're businessmen and they're yes. in a hurry... Yes. That somehow we're all supposed to just let them do this. There is a
1: certain kind of man, I think, who does behave like that in, in many instances, mm. not just on buses.
0: But, like, pushing in in front of people on mm. in the bus queue and stuff. Yeah. And, like, because, you know, it's so important that yeah. you get a seat on the bus when you, like, literally, I live seven minutes away yeah. from the CBD. Do you get off
1: the same bus stop as him? Sometimes I do. Oh, so you so might on, be your neighbour.
0: Yeah, depending on if I mm. need to get some stuff. But, like, I just, I feel I like... Bet what he drives you, an Audi. Probably. And I just feel like, you know... If there's younger women or tourists or people that need a bit of help or whatever, mm. you should be there trying to help them on, not not, not just, just pushing barge them of out of the way. I think it's a phenomenon.
1: Yes, I think I agree with you. But like not that. all middle-aged men, obviously. No,
0: not all middle-aged but men. But no,
1: I do think there's a sense of entitlement amongst a certain group yes. where they just peacock around yes like, it's all
0: that and it's all that sort of yeah like you know you're in a you had a bus stop situation so there's lots of different buses coming in now, yeah. lots of people waiting for various things and people are standing in the way but you don't have to actually be at the front of the queue always yeah just get on the bus. It is
1: all quite rage-inducing, though, isn't it's horrible. it? It's the horrible. The commute. yes well, It's, it's awful. awful. Public transport is not awful. the nicest thing. No. But it's a necessity. It Therefore, is. we should all be really nice. We try and be a bit more polite I to each other. So. I do think, as well, that everyone just being on their phones all the time means everyone's just in their bubble. Yeah. And there's no... Longer. Consideration for the world around you anymore. No, you're
0: no. right. I right. am oh, right, Claire. You know where you should
1: move to? Where?
0: South Korea. Oh, why? What happens there? South or
1: North? South. Oh, okay. I don't want to go north. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I actually have a massive fascination for North Korea. I do. I'm I obsessed do. I'm I am too. Yes. I I
1: and you would. I would go there in a heartbeat. I would very much like to go there, but I wouldn't because there. I'm really scared to. You can go there as a Who's that footballer. Who lives there, doesn't he? Rodman? Doesn't oh, yeah. he actually live there now? Dennis Rodman, yeah. was a
0: basketball player, Basketball.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Sportsy man. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's very... He's. But um, yeah. anyway, we'll talk about this offline. Offline. Now, take it offline, please. Um,
0: but in Korea, mm. they have this thing called nunchi. 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 N-U-N-C-H-I. N-U-N-C-H-I and yeah. I apologise if I'm not um, pronouncing it correctly. It's a tr- traditional Korean concept of situational awareness. Yes. <coughs> Absolutely about phones. This book has been written by this woman called Yuen Lee Hong and it's called The Power of Nunchi, The Korean Secret to Happiness and Success. And it's about understanding what people are feeling and thinking... Um, and knowing about the dynamics in the certain groups of people and stuff, and it's all you—you you know the word by the age of three if you live in Korea. So, say for example, you're going down an escalator and everyone's standing on one side, mm. and there's someone in the middle mm. getting in the way. They have no nunchi. No they're nunchi. Not, and they're not reading the room. Yes. So it's all about that. It's about why are you plugged into your environment? You need to understand what's going so on. So, is it to do? Is it to do with politeness? It's a bit politeness. Yeah. But it's also, they, the, the word translates, she says, to eye measure, which is like sizing up individuals but also context and atmosphere. So mm. it's really good if. So it's sort of a little bit emotional intelligencey, a yes. little bit kind of. bit of empathy. Yes. So you can um, make assessments about relationships and hierarchies within a group, moods and how to behave. So um, they say that you don't. Corinne, don't say you have good nunchi, that you have quick nunchi because you can work it out fast, so oh. you know what's going on quickly. It's good for job interviews and stuff yes. if you want to use it Machiavellian style because you can negotiate better, you know, when to stay quiet, when to listen.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. I think we've got good, quite good nunchi. We have very do good Do you think nunchi. we do? Yeah, I think yeah, we Yeah, I do. think we're pretty good You're probably better
0: at nunchiing than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better at munchi at <laughs> Kimchi than I am. Isn't I? <laughs> I actually um, love kimchi. I love kimchi. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, it's all going on here oh okay and Sorry. it's also <coughs> bless you excuse me a superpower for introverts why? Because um, if you s- approach social situations through the lens of nunchi, yes. it can help you with your social anxiety because you feel the room first, you can see yeah. where, you, where you're placed within the room and how it works for you.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: I'm Conversely, it. I'd
1: say that people who don't have good nunchi are probably sociopaths or psychopaths. <laughs> I don't know, it's, yeah,
0: it's, it's probably a bigger you know, arc than <laughs> it's just that, one or the
1: other. But, but there yes. are people who really don't read, read the room, aren't there? Yes. They? That's it's one of it's one of your favorite sayings read isn't the it? room
0: read the room oh. people yes
1: yeah. i say it a lot
0: yeah um and also it doesn't mean becoming a lemming and if you it just means you're using data to your advantage to like create it. comfort for yourself and for everyone else yeah. so it's actually very um it's very democratic yes. as well because if you know what how everyone's feeling you can work out how best to
1: to sort of work yeah. with yeah. them and that's it's a lovely it's thing isn't i like it, it. i'm yeah. often nji i'm i'm for it as well okay, i like good. it nunchy. let's do it Word of the week lunchy. Word of the week. Oh, we could, Ooh, have, a word we could have a word of the week. We could have a word of the week. Shall we introduce that? Yeah. What's the jingle? <laughs> it's the word of the week. Word of the week. <laughs> okay. I think
0: we, really, we can guarantee that the jingle will have... The, the same kind of tune as every other jingle. <laughs> um, Next, we do a follow up. Yeah, have you
1: got a follow up? I do. But what, what kind of follow up is it's it? About,
0: it's following up about um, swearing.
1: Oh, you're obsessed with swearing. Oh,
0: fucking am. Yeah. You knew I was going to say you that, didn't you? Um, but I just was reading this story which says that office workers swear fifty-five times a week. Gosh, how do they know that? fucking count them. I don't Someone's know. Someone's sitting
1: there with a beep Maybe. test. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
0: blah, blah, blah. But apparently there was this research that was done by this company called Fourcom, and they I presume it's a was it com- called? Fourcom. That sounds like fuck you. Fourcom, Fuck them. Fuck all. And it said the average British worker hears an average of 11 swear words every single working day. 11, 10, 1 in 10 employees have confessed to hearing more than 25 swear words at work each day so that means that they must work somewhere that's Very angry. Um, And interestingly, so you know how we did that, there was that stuff we talked about swearing where the guy said that they're good words and that it means that you're going to be a good friend and everything. Yes. So this has got, that article talks about that as well. But then it says, the people who are most likely to swear, middle management. One quarter of British workers admit that their supervisors and line managers regularly swear. Then entry level and admin staff... 18% 18% of them. Catering staff were really polite, just 1% of colleagues. Oh, well, that's nice. Just because they're all saying, do you want this lovely dauphinoise potato? It's very yes. hard to swear about that, isn't yeah. it? Unless you want to say it's fucking lovely. You some fucking chips. <laughs> You're going to say, would you like some of my lovely chips? And then the least likely to swear? Interns and work oh, experience fair people, enough. which makes perfect wouldn't sense. Wouldn't go
1: down well, would it, if someone well, no, was swearing like a trooper? You wouldn't have them back, would you? No, probably not. No. Anyway, there you go. It's interesting. Mm. I think people swear less than they used to. Which I think means that people who do swear stand out more. Mm. Yeah, I find it noticeable now if people swear. Well,
0: there's people at our work who swear all the all time. All the time. Me included, probably. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I swear less than I used to. Do you? Yeah. Mm. I think so. I think I'm just probably a bit more chilled out. Mm. Got I'm so nunchy. I've got, I'm so nunchied.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, all right, well, speak, maybe it's because you've got a good new filing yes, system Yes, let's talk
1: about my filing system. What is it? I just... I was getting really really overwhelmed with paperwork mm. and life admin mm-hmm. and um, it was really stressing me out and it still stresses me out but I was listening to a podcast it was actually our friend Fiona Connolly has done a podcast oh, yeah. with Commonwealth Bank mm-hmm. for this fearless fit females campaign and she was talking about how she got her finances in order and you know what I actually got I was listening to it and I got up went to Office Works, I googled how to get on top of your paperwork? Right. Found this great story on good housekeeping, which I will share. Read this story, went out and did exactly what they told me to do, and my life has changed.
0: Wow! Okay. So
1: I went and bought a multi-draw filing cabinet from yeah. Office Works. Yeah.
0: So it's small, fits on a desk.
1: No, I, oh. I didn't get a desktop one. I actually got one that was a bit bigger because um, my life's so complicated. <laughs> no, but they're sort of—it's not like a big filing cabinet. They're still small shelves um and i've got a letter tray that sits on top and then what you do is you get your paperwork you start you get your paperwork right mm. and you start put it in putting it in piles and then you have drawers that you put the paperwork in so for example like i can never find my prescriptions mm-hmm. so now i've got a medical drawer mm. and now i know they live in there mm-hmm. all the car stuff's gone in the car drawer mm. So it's just about filing stuff away but it's also about because I just have bags and bags and bags of paperwork but going through it is like well there's bills from 4 years ago I don't need to keep them so I've binned them like and now I've got this really strong mm-hmm. system and then the stuff that comes in you put in the tray and then once a week you clear the tray and put this deal with it and then put them in the drawers underneath amazing and then every so often you get you take the stuff out the drawers take the stuff out the bottom that's out of date throw it away Perfect. It's really a really great system. So yeah. I'm going to share it because I've found it much. I'm not as stressed. I am still stressed about super, but let's not talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> just things that stress you. Yeah. Um, there, uh, I
0: know a woman called Jane who has a company called All Sorted Out oh. and she comes into your house and does all your stuff. Oh. But one of her tips that I've done a couple of stories with her now. One of the tips that she does is that you buy filing filing things and you mm. do it once a week. And you put you have your letters as you walk in the front door. You have a place for them to go. Yeah, so, so that's
1: that you, where you put. in That's what yeah, the tray is for. Yeah,
0: and then yeah. every now and then you can go through yeah. it all and do it. And she's just all about that. Like yeah. everything has a place. And yeah. you just Deal with so it. So now
1: I know exactly where. Um, I put all the things in for tax and know they're in the tax drawer yeah. rather than in this folder or that yeah. folder. Or, Perfect. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's really oh, quite life-changing. So organised. So I'll never organized. be able to do that. So that's one less thing that's hurting my life. Yeah. Is anything hurting you? Are you talking what hurts? What? No. Hurt's no. Um, yes, but um, well, there's two things.
0: There's yeah. two things I want to talk about. One is insects, which is not really uh, what hurts no. now, but only well, that I'm scared. So they do cause...
1: hurt me in summer because I get monstered by mosquitoes. Oh my god! Last night
0: I got eaten, eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yes,
1: yeah, horrendous. Um, and it's too early for season.
0: And also yeah. they are buzzing your ear, oh, and you know that you can unbearable. hear them. I did a story, another story once, with the man who's a etymologist, yes, is yes. That the word? entomologist. Yes, yes, entomologist. Who specialises in mosquitoes, oh, yes. and um, he says that you can hear them, but they might be six metres away from you, or sixty centimetres away from you, right. but they sound like they're there. Yeah, they and can then you do, start swatting. and then you just don't know where they are. You Have you got any
1: tips for getting rid of or keeping them at bay? I just <laughs> put on mosquito stuff at night do sometimes, you?
0: Yeah. like the toxic yeah, stuff. Yeah, or else I um, it, apparently a lot of essential oil is fine, Yeah, right? they just don't like anything strong. Yes, so you can don't do like that. citrus. Citrus yeah. oils, um, and then also, I've got those plugins, but I need to yeah. get some of those plugins. I think the plugins work, yeah, they do, but you need to remember to buy them. And then yes. every year, I forget what brand they are, so every well, year because
1: you know, every year they change, yes, they do, they change them. So then, everything you've got is redundant, yes. and then you have to go out and buy the whole, the whole new set. Thing. Whole thing. And now, the plugins remember when you used to get the little, little cardboard discs that mm. used to go in, mm. you can't get them for love nor money now, mm. they're probably too toxic or something. Mm, probably. So now, you get these little. Orange plug-in thingies with liquid in. Yeah. They're thirteen bucks each for the replacements. Yeah. I mean, they do
0: last a while. It's a lot of money. But though. the point is, you probably do need them as well. So you're over you here. They've got you over a barrel, Aren't don't they? They, yeah. Um. But what I hate is cockroaches and spiders, and oh, I have a cat. So he brings in both. Yeah. Apparently Sydney is set for the worst cockroach season oh ever. Oh my god. Um. And Stop there were some I'm photos. I'm scratching. I know there were some photos online today of someone opening an electric power box and oh just. Oh my there. god. Number of don't. cockroaches in there just horrified don't. me.
1: I can't bear it. I,
0: it, gets, it makes me really nervous. It, yeah. Every year I get really nervous about summer and about the. Insects. I mean, spiders aren't so bad
1: in summer. Yes, they are. Do so you think they are? When yes. do huntsmen come out? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this makes me my. I, no. If I see
0: one, I can't. I can't move. I become completely paralyzed.
1: Yeah. I mean, the cockroaches are just horrible, aren't they? Yeah.
0: I don't like any no. of them. So it, 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 my what hurts now is summer is. is, it, is Terrifies me. Yeah. Once I screamed at a cockroach so loudly that it turned around and flew <laughs> the other way. Oh my god. It looked into my gaping <laughs> mouth. Oh god. Especially <laughs> if it got in your mouth. Oh horrifying. Oh. Um, okay. and also um I just read this funny thing which yes. I thought was funny. Right. Sixteen surprising ways to injure yourself when you're over forty. Yeah. Now it is a bit of a humorous piece. Oh. But Some of it. Who wrote it? A woman called Liz Altman. It's in this thing called McSweeney's. Right. What's that? It's a... Well, McSweeney's was a publishing house, which I don't know if it exists anymore, but they still do this stuff online, so excuse me if I'm wrong. Very funny list of things. Reaching for your wallet at a farmer's market. Waving to your neighbour on the way to yoga. (laughs) So you might injure yourself by doing that. Um, Stirring a cup of particularly thick chowder. That was quite funny. Um, hang on there's some funny uh, ones than that trying to wrap your head around mobile banking standing up after you've been seated for more than eight minutes oh yes that hurts doesn't it holding your phone to your ear for longer than 45 seconds I like this one yeah pulling up a wet bathing suit (laughs) it's exhausting exhausting and also can be quite painful yeah because if it snaps on oh it's hard work rolling it rolls yeah um, anyway, that just a cute little thing, right. you know, that I might... But why don't you share it on the PDA? I think I might put it on the PDAs. Do you know, know what the PDAs it? is? It's a group. <laughs> it's our group, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's I've lost Facebook. my list now.
1: Well, shall I tell you what's next? Yeah. Culture Club. Culture Club. Culture Club. Yeah. Um, We've both been watching years and years, haven't we? You're, yeah. I think you've finished. i finished
0: it. Because yes. of course I've got nothing else to do but watch the no. entire series of. Um, so do you want to describe it? Okay. It's a dystopian dystopian. <laughs> um yes. portrayal
1: of the near future. Yeah. Well it starts in twenty nineteen. Yeah. And then it jumps forward five years. Yeah.
0: And Emma Thompson plays a politician from the Donald Trump esque kind of School yes. of politics, which is to make people terrified in their own backyard. Yeah. So basically, it's she's all about. She's from the north.
1: Yes. She's, and she's she, plain speaking. Yeah, and she's just. I'm just like, saying I've what just, everyone's thinking. Yeah.
0: and um, she gets more and more powerful as the years go on. Mm. And so more and
1: more kind of. And it's one family. Is. It's seen through one yes. family's eyes, yes. isn't it?
0: and um so it's a, a, a mother and then her four children i think and their children yes one of whom is gay yes um one of whom is a reporter that or a, like a climate change activist, activist, activist yes. and um she's so she's on the ground the, and so as the future comes as it as it sort of goes plummeting off into the future um you realize that the world is just getting worse and worse and worse yeah. and all these awful things are happening and like
1: Prince Charles, Prince Charles
0: is king. Like all these kind of things that is just just will happen have happened. Um, um, Donald Trump is still president, which is you know like really terrifying. Oh my! And Emma Thompson's character is getting more and more powerful as all this goes on. And then um, there's a a big part of it is about the Ukraine and Russia and how um, um, all these Ukrainian refugees are trying to flee Ukraine and come into the UK. And of course, UK in reality. Part of that whole Brexit thing, and part of all of Britain's, you know, paranoia is that well, where will all the refugees go yeah. and stuff. And so, it's all a bit of, close to home. It's isn't very it? close Quite to literally. home, and, ter- and sort of terrifyingly, you just go, "This is yeah. actually what people are like. This is pretty yeah. horrible." And then some awful, awful, awful stuff happens. It's just horrible. And the family dealing with all this, like there's affairs and things that happen. So there's like this kind of soap opery part of it as well, yeah, which is it's really very enjoyable, watchable, isn't it? um but then the politics and the world view mm, stuff is terrifying. just so terrifying it's yeah. absolutely terrifying and did then the last episode it? is just devastating did you enjoy it I, lo- I it's very uncomfortable viewing Yeah. but
1: i loved it yeah i think i've watched the first step, so i need to go back and watch the others but i'm just i've got so much good tv at the moment it's hard to know what to watch when it's quite it's quite hard to watch because it's mm. so
0: full on and that that last episode is absolutely devastating yes okay it's like <laughs> truly like I was crying on the cat oh, is it
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, ABC it's on iview iview so was no it's, not, it's on
0: SBS I do
1: apologise it's on SBS is it a BBC show though no it can't be then because ABC know. would get BBC yeah, I don't know right.
0: it's just it's really really it was good it a UK and, show you know what I don't often like Emma Thompson but she's really good in it. Right. I mean I oh. love her how Day. No, no, I mean, I love her. Right. But, like, I can often, as we've discussed before, you can sometimes you can't get away from thinking, oh, that's Emma Thompson. Yes. But she's really good. She plays it very yes. well and she's so awful. And it, But then you can tell why people like her. You know, like, yes. you can tell why people like Donald Trump, you know? That's like, right. It's just you can it's see it's why horrifying.
1: Get taken in by Pauline Hanson. Yeah, it's like, exactly
0: the same. Yeah. It's just, but it's just, it's so close to the bone. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Um, have you, talking of Emma Thompson, have you seen Last Christmas yet?
0: No, I don't want to see that. Why not? Because I just think it looks terrible. But it's got
1: an un- unheard George Michael song in it. Oh, I think it might
0: be better Left Unheard. Oh. If it, no, I can, I'll listen to the song if I okay. can hear it, but yeah. I can't watch that movie.
1: No, I'll watch it on telly I or don't something.
0: like Henry Golding.
1: Oh, I like him. Mm, and I think he's a very good actor. Oh, Amelia then gets on my nerves a bit. Yeah. I like her, but again, she's always Amelia. Yeah, it's because she's got that big smile. Yeah. She plays, actually, in Last Christmas, she plays, um, like, one of those kooky girls, doesn't mm. she? She always plays kooky girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about ladies who sort of are quite happy to wear kooky clothes, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> yes, we she, are. This story was interesting, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, there's
0: a story about women who... So, basically, what do you wear to work? Well, you wear quite... Oh, <laughs> you just wear whatever I'm not one. kooky,
1: though. I'm not really... No, you're not kooky. No. I mean, my whole wardrobe is black, navy, white, Basically. Mm. I don't really do colour. No. Um, I'm looking down myself. No.
0: No, I don't either.
1: I don't do bold prints. No, but... I'd like to. You don't dress corporate, do you? No, not anymore. I used to. Mm. But I gave that up a long time ago. Mm. So I've never
0: been a corporate dress person. And I always worry about if I ever had to, I couldn't do it, I don't think. But... Reading this. Yes. I don't know if I have to.
1: Well no, because these women are going, you know, they're fighting the good fight, aren't they? Yeah. So um this the the story starts talking about this woman
0: whose name is what's her name Emma Beckett. Doctor yeah. Emma
1: Beckett. She is a molecular nutritionist. So she's not just
0: like, you know, no. someone working in a you know She's not
1: like working in marketing or no, media. No, she's well, like she's science she's a, lady. Yeah.
0: And she's pushing back about the idea that you have to wear, dress a certain way. She wants to wear yeah. the clothes that she loves to wear, which is, like, gorgeous, colourful frocks and fun yeah. outfits. And um, she's pushing back against those stereotypes that surround the
1: way that women dress, that yes. are still
0: deeply entrenched, especially in academia and those kind of places.
1: Yes, and then she put it on the Twitter and all, everyone supported her. Yeah. And I like this lady, Zara Head, who um, said... Um, she put a picture of herself up. She's a female medical professional... And she said, my dinosaur dress always breaks the ice in meetings. Yeah. So I love it. And then um, all these professional women came out and said, well, we don't need to wear corporate clothes to do our no, jobs. No,
0: absolutely it's not don't. necessary. And I'm really glad. And um, I like, Dr. Beckett says her work wardrobe includes a pastel donut dress, a pink <laughs> avocado dress, which we should buy, and a multicoloured fruit salad dress. Yes. Um, and then there's this great quote, actually, where, um, which I've lost.
1: Cool. Oh. I'm great, Do you want me to find it? Oh, I've got it here. I think. No, I think I've got it here. No, no, no. Which one is it? The one about um. Oh, which one know. is it? Is this one here
0: somewhere where it says. Oh, no. oh the day that a woman can walk into a boardroom and be looked at because of intellect, power, kindness, and great leadership, with no one noticing or caring what she's wearing, is already here for some, and on its way for the rest. But then they say they think that's a little bit far off yet. But that we should all work towards that because obviously. Well, I think we
1: should, but I think women are still. Really, really judged on what they're wearing, and mm-hmm. what their hair's like, yeah, and, what, and they what they look the, like. Good legs. Yeah, I think so much. I mean, you only have to look at the. I mean, I've spoken before about the newsreaders and mm. the and the weather girls, and like they're all dressed up to the nines. Meanwhile, the blokes are just wearing a suit, aren't they? I wonder why. I mean, I, why is it that
0: like that that is the what is seen as the epitome of women's smartness is because they can dress in a nice yellow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, obviously, I can't (laughs) read the news dressed like I
1: dress, but... Well, would it make any difference? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't trust you any less than somebody who was wearing a power suit or a power dress. No. You know, in fact, I'd probably trust you more Mm because I'd think that you were, you know, that you were a crazy, clever clever scientist person or something.
0: (sighs) You'd be so wrong about that. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be so wrong about that.
1: Now, I'll tell you what is good news. Yes, Talking about clothes. Back to clothes. Let me just bear with. Yeah. Um, Elasticated waist back. You know what? Well, they never back. went away from me. Well, they never went away, but um, they're officially cool.
0: I love elasticated waist. If I see an elasticated waist skirt, I often buy it just
1: because I love them so much. Yes. Well, you are very much on trend, mm. says Natalie Riley from the SMH, who is also sort of talking about... Um, an article in the times that sparked this Mm -hmm. basically anna murphy the fashion editor of the times says um that it's fine elasticate is really good and it's done right this is how to do it right elasticated waists in a fabric that doesn't add bulk and with other elements of styling that signal urbane contemporaneity
0: jeezo
1: And elasticated waist can be as flattering and fashion-forward as it is comfy. And she's basically saying it's a bit like, you know how we're obsessed with our trainers Mm. and how a trainer with a dress gives it a bit of an edge? Mm -hmm. I think it's the same principle. Right. Um, And you can get those dresses, can't you, with it's called a sherd waist. Yes. Which I think I've got. Is that my shirt dress? Does that have one of them? No. Oh. Shirt
0: waist is like that sort of elasticy bit in the middle that's
1: oh. like all kind of ruchy bit, you know? Oh, okay. Um, well, they're all over. Those shirt waists are everywhere. They're at mm. Seed, Zimmerman, We Are Kindred, mm-hmm. Big Sleeves too. Um, but yes... You know, I don't think I have any clothes now that when I get in... Obviously, I put my soft clothes on when mm. I get in the door, but that's not out of necessity in terms of getting my elasticated waist on because I would say most of my... I wouldn't have a pair of trousers that has a zip and a belt, a zip and a button. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. I wouldn't well, have many clothes that... I have a lot of elastic... I mean, I just like... I, yeah, I just like the well, Who comfort, knows, anyway? anyway? I mean, nobody actually knows you're wearing uh, an elasticated waist. If you do a little French tuck. Oh, oh, French tuck. <laughs> a French tuck? What's a French tuck? Yeah, when
0: you put the... Tuck the one bit of your top in, tuck it
1: oh, one bit Oh, yes, I call that the David Beckham.
0: That's the, the Tan France...
1: Oh, from, um, from Queer yeah. Eye. So, um, hooray, elasticated waist. I yeah. mean, I suppose, and it all goes back a bit to sort of the whole um, sports luxe thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it you is. Know? I think
0: it's very cool. I mean, yes. obviously, if it, you, it's not like buying elasticated waist from a plus size shop, no. Um, because not there's anything wrong with that. No, no, but like that's not they're they're saying that it's it's branched out from being a necessity yes. to being a, a fashion style. item. Yes, yes. yes,
1: but also. Um, If you're wearing elasticated waist because of necessity, because maybe you have put on a few kilos, Mm -hmm. which we all do this time of year, Mm. not all, but Mm. for all, like me. Me. um, When I say all, I mean me. You've got some diet tricks.
0: Well, I just read this story. It was in the Daily Mail, and of course, that means it's proper journalism. Yeah. But I liked it because it's by this man called Dr. Michael Greger and he um, he has this website and they look at all these studies from around the world. And so he's done all this kind of evidence-based stuff about what is good for diets and he's come up with 12 diet tips. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going to read that. And it was pretty amazing. Don't skip breakfast, he says, because oh. there's no weight loss benefit to skipping breakfast. But I've breakfast. been doing my intermittent fasting. Yeah, well, I'm sure it probably works for you. Mm. But it's not just what you eat, it's when. Apparently... Calories that are consumed in the morning don't count as much as evening calories. Oh really?
1: So I can have my um, bacon and avocado muffin yeah for breakfast yeah, and then so what you should so you shouldn't eat as much. Well, in the I think evening. didn't
0: they say that thing They've about you know you have
1: a prince break, or a yeah, king and a pauper and all that sort of thing?
0: Yeah. Negative calorie porridge. What's that? So if you eat porridge for breakfast, mm. you feel fuller for longer mm. and you consume less at lunch. About like four hundred. Fewer calories. That's quite so a lot. Porridge mm. provided negative calories.
1: I quite like porridge, and mm. I also quite like um like overnight oats in mm. the summer because they're quite cool in the morning. Mm. Oh, all
0: right, mm. okay, so that's good. Activate your bat signal now. Bat is fat, brown fat yes. that is located in your chest, neck, and shoulder Because brown fat regions. and white fat, isn't yeah. there?
1: Which one's a good fat?
0: Well, neither of them. Have. Oh, white fat stores white fat in our belly stores fat, so that's the bad stuff. Okay, so
1: brown fat's not is, yeah, it burns
0: yeah. fat, the fat that's yes, in it there. okay. But if you make it quite active, the thinner you'll be. Oh, and how do you do that? By being cold. Oh, so if you, you if you live at sixteen point five degrees instead of twenty two degrees, yes you could translate into a pound of fat a year Wow. per degree. So that, ooh, that would be like five pounds of fat. That's quite a lot. Um, if you turn your thermostat down, you can boost that BAT activation and burn 100 more calories a day. So you should just keep cooler. Yes. Tea and coffee burns calories, so drink tea and coffee. Eat black cumin seeds. Right. Um, You can just put them in in your pepper grinder and use them um, as a thing. And apparently, this is why I thought this was interesting. With the pepper or separately? Yeah, with your pepper, so you don't really taste it. One study found that menopausal women who tried a gram a day, which is less than a quarter of a teaspoon of black cumin powder, reduced their bad cholesterol by 27% within two months. That's amazing. All right. Which is what I was reading. Where do we get black cumin you can just powder buy from? It. Um, I bought some online. Oh, have you done it already? <laughs> i after reading this. But you can buy it in health food shops and stuff okay. and, and spice shops. It's um, called Nigella Sativa. Mm. It's um, common in Indian and Middle Eastern cuisines. Oh. There you go. Um, there's more. Eat vinegar. Have vinegar. Cause oh, that's yes. your fat controller. So yeah. um, have it in the morning. But they also, he says you don't have to do that whole oh, apple cider vinegar. You just have a salad dressing that's got vinegar in it. Nice. Um, and boiled potatoes because oh yes, they're I know filling, that one. but not not the cold. Not not, not because cold. of the cold thing. That's one thing, but also because they fill you up so much and they are low calorie. So you can eat boiled potatoes as a side dish and mm. it fills you up so much that you don't eat more of the other That's things. interesting. But also they are a resistant starch, which is why you should have them cold because then they like negative calories as well. So if you eat the boiled potato and eat it cold, you're probably doing both. I actually love a boiled potato. I love them too. Yeah. Um, everyday activity beats exercise regime. So just walk everywhere and um, you just have to do it. So yeah. even things like singing, laughing, cleaning and gardening. Embrace your scales, because nothing monitors your calorie intake and losing weight more than being on this bathroom p- mm. scales, which is right. true. And sex
1: doesn't count. Oh. There you go. What about the tomato? Oh,
0: you have to eat a tomato. the thing I'm most
1: interested oh in. Oh,
0: God. It was the best thing about the whole story, is that you have to eat a tomato before every meal. Yeah. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with
1: you, Claire? I've
0: got to find the thing. Oh, here we are. Eat a tomato before every meal. Oh gosh. This is quite good.
1: Yeah.
0: So... If you, give a, if you give people about a quarter of a cup of tomato paste a day, you get an improvement in artery function within 15 days, right? So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Then they're so anti-inflammatory that tomato extracts have been investigated as a potential replacement for aspirin. Right. So if you eat a large, ripe tomato before lunch every day for a month, these women in this test drop two pounds with improvements in blood sugar, cholesterol and triglycerides. A tomato is 95% water, so it fills you up. Um, fills up a fist-sized portion of your stomach with about 15 calories right before a meal.
1: I'm doing it. Me too.
0: Right. Tomatoes. It's going to be a run on tomatoes at Coles from now on. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be like load up. we will be red (laughs) of face. It, it, It was celery. Now it's tomatoes. Now it's tomatoes. So eat a whole tomato before you eat any meal. Okay. That's a good tip. Not a cherry tomato. <laughs> <laughs> a large garden variety. Don't say we don't tell you anything No, important. gosh, thanks for that. Luckily I, luckily I hadn't thrown that bit on the floor yes. and had to rummage around unprofessionally, Yes. like I just did. Well, that was fascinating, thank mm. you. Okay, so I think we're done. All right, thank you so much. Um, please um, come to the PDAs. Come we'll and see put us. all the things that you yes. know, we find interesting from this on there, so nothing. <laughs> ah. Um, And PDAs, of course, is on Facebook. You can email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. You can come to Instagram and look at our snaps. That's what we do. Um, And we will be back. For more fun and frolics before we break for the Christmas holiday period.
1: Yes, we're going to have a break. Two weeks. But not yet. No. No, we're going to do some more, and then we're going to have a break. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah, this isn't the last one oh, before no. we have a break. No,
0: no, no. I'm just saying yeah. we are going to. We're, yeah. I'm just pre-warning.
1: Okay, so yeah. people can plan their calendars. We're <laughs> <I'm not> listening. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.